Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Actually, I guess I will start off just saying I don't know if you guys will be able to hear it, but my next door neighbor oh, is yeah. currently dismantling for the structure in his backyard. So there were some like chainsaw noises earlier. So if there are things like that, that's what's happening. Yeah. Or some yelling. Yeah. That's what's going on. I heard something so. very big fall over. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's, uh... Is that you starting with it? Yeah. Okay. I was like, <laughs> I didn't know that was you it. were like, That's I'm me gonna... starting with that. That's all I'm going to say. The last podcast opening. Oh, were you recording? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you want to start with that? That's how we're going to start the show. <sighs> yeah, that's how we're starting the show. Just a, a heads up. I was thinking about how I've only been listening to horror podcasts for the last while. Yeah. And how I should just talking a horror voice for this episode oh. even though we do children's movies okay <laughs> this movie it is a little bit scary um well yeah from what i remember a Don Bluth movie isn't it yeah yeah so maybe that's it um but before we get into that what have you just magnus archives yeah i've been listening to so much magnus archives and they're also british oh and which makes things scary yeah, <laughs> but it's funny because they do, like, a Q&A at the end of each season. Yeah. And at the end of the first season, they were like, yeah, a lot of people uh, have been writing on the internet about how terrible my fake British accent is, but this <gasps> is just how I sound. Oh, no! <laughs> That's not very nice. Like, he does a little, like, you know, affect on it of yeah. being like... But you know, yeah, he's like, but my real accent. Yeah, that's what he sounds like. And I was like, oh, poor guy. Ouch. <laughs> Actually, I've been meaning to talk to you about your terrible fake American accent. It's really bad. You can tell. <laughs> I was going to change my accent, but I can't do any right. of I'm not. I'm not like you. I started re-listening to the Crit Show because I was yeah. just like binging it which actually that's i got my spotify wrapped today and it was like the podcast that you've binged listen to and it was crit show yeah because at the beginning of the year i was just like burning through it and then i don't even remember when it was like july or august and they were like yeah started to do a christmas thing and i was like nope i'll see you in december are you like caught up or are you just ended no no up no this there? is 2019 oh, okay yeah um but i was just like i'm not in the mood to listen to christmasy things yeah that's so fair. and the episode started out being like they're literally talking to Santa Claus. Oh. <laughs> He's like, the North Pole's under attack. So I was like, no, I don't feel like dealing with this. Nice. So, but now I've started, I'm like, it's, you know, it's time. So I started listening to it again and I've missed it so much, but it was nice to have a break too. Yeah. But... Uh, the Magnus Archives has an end. It's yeah. only four seasons and it ends. And so I think if it didn't, I would be listening to it at a normal pace. Yeah. But since I know there's an ending, I'm just listening to like. Just all of it. All of it. All yeah. at once. Yeah. 
I almost started listening to it, and then I remembered that The Crit Show existed and why I had stopped listening to it. And I was uh, like, ooh, I can get back into oh, it. Oh, yeah, so, it's Christmas again. Yeah, so I did that. Um, but I do want to listen to that at some point. It's good. Yeah, that's what I've heard. Anyway, I don't have a horror voice. No. Hello, listeners. <laughs> we could add in some spooky background noises. I mean, we could, but it's December. December. You missed December. It. <laughs> it's December. I mean, Scream came out in December, so really there's no... That's true. Somebody on um, the internet the other day was like, is this a nightmare before Christmas, a Halloween, or a Christmas movie? And I was mm. like, it came out in October, so it's a Halloween movie. There you go. <laughs> so Scream is a Christmas movie. There you go. Yeah. Speaking oh. of movies, oh, <laughs> I just real quick. I mean, I know it's a little bit late, but you know, we record these things in advance. But speaking of Spotify Wrapped, we've had like five or six people message us today and just say like your podcast showed yeah. up in my top five pot, and I was just that just really makes me. I'm we've been doing this for a year, and still the fact that people are listening. I know we're blows not me away. <laughs> just yelling into the void. Yeah, the fact that people <laughs> enjoy this, like oh. the Spotify stats. I think it shows you on. Does it? Acast. It's just separately. I don't think they okay. count them in there with the other ones. I don't know. We'll, we'll look at it. I don't. I just don't look at the. You know. Yeah. Like Connor Ober says, I'm not singing for you. Well, I'm doing this for an audience. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I am too. But what if nobody's listening? But anyway, I just We're wanted to say to each other, thank you guys for <laughs> for listening in the first place. Yeah. But also just sharing. You know that you that we've shown up in your lists. It yeah. makes me really happy. Even um, if you've listened to us at all. Yeah. And we weren't in your top five. Yeah. No, that's that's, that's tight, too. That's awesome, too. But Hell yeah. the fact that people have been sharing has just filled my heart. Yeah. Made it so warm. Warmed your little Grinch heart. Uh-huh. <laughs> um. <laughs> anyway, speaking of movies, this Anyways. is a <laughs> podcast about movies. It's called Replay Rewind. I'm Bucket Snake. That's Meat Wedge. We're gonna try and remember a movie from our childhoods, and then we're gonna go watch it, and then we're gonna come back and talk about it and tell you about it and give you a bunch of trivia about it that you didn't know that you needed to know, but then you will know, and you can tell all your friends. You can make a <laughs> listicle. You could impress someone on a dating app. Oh my god, yeah. As long as you give us credit for giving you that information. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then if the date doesn't go well, well, we've got another listener. <laughs> so, sorry about <laughs> exactly. you. Exactly. Better luck next time. I did that on Tinder so much. <laughs> I was just like, in my bio, I was like, I have a podcast. Same. Oh, yeah. Me too. <laughs> and then my opening question for people was, what was your favorite movie as a kid? Yeah. And then I would just send them an, the episode if we had already done it. <laughs> because then if even if we didn't talk, maybe they listened to it. Yes. Who knows? Marketing. Yeah. That's what I'm on Tinder for. Marketing. Marketing. Yes. Well, was. Right. Let me just... No longer. Uh, I have a question for you. Ask me. It's not so much a question as a request. Oh, no. Tell me about the time, because <laughs> it only applies to you. Oh, okay. Tell me about, I think, the only time. Yeah. <laughs> yes, the only time. That you were proposed to. <sighs> um, okay. Well, it's embarrassing stories about Bucket Snake time. <laughs> Yay! That's <laughs> everyone, why I listen to this podcast. <laughs> yes, everyone gather around. Gather around. Have a seat. <laughs> Have a snack. Close your eyes. Imagine a tiny 20-year-old snake <laughs> living in a shabby little bucket. <laughs> For they were. They poor snake. <laughs> Was this the bucket outside of which your car got stolen? <laughs> 
Actually, it was that same apartment, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so my ex and I, we went to high school together. We went to elementary school, middle school, high school together, but didn't really hang out or know each other. Yeah. And then we re-met at, like, a Christmas party when I was 20. Mm-hmm. And, uh, hung out and then just did, didn't stop hanging out. <laughs> and then she proposed to me after, like, three months. Yeah. And I said, yeah. Mm-hmm. But there was no, like, there was <laughs> there was no big proposal. <laughs> yeah. We, like, we went to uh, a local gift shop uh-huh. and bought matching rings that Cute. were uh, $3 each. Okay. And that was our, like, okay, we're gonna, like, plan a wedding, like, mm-hmm. do the thing. You know, yeah. we don't have a lot of money, but we have time. We can plan it out or whatever. Yeah. Um. But then I was just like, wait, no, there was no proposal. Yeah. Like, we did, we just, like, talked about it and decided to do it. There was mm-hmm. no, like, surprise thing. Mm-hmm. And while we were having this conversation, she was just, like, had <laughs> just gotten out of the shower mm-hmm. at our apartment and just, like, naked <laughs> in the hallway. <laughs> was just, like, got on one knee. Oh, and wow. And I was like, yeah! <laughs> you did it! Yeah. Uh, yeah, that was it. No, no big anything. Yeah. Yeah. Well, at least you weren't in public naked. That's true. That would have been embarrassing. Yeah. I saw um, some joke article today that was like about a big proposal being just either you're going to be really embarrassed by the proposal or really embarrassed that you have to say yes in front of all these people or something. Uh huh. I was like, that's yeah. When people go all out, it's like cute, but you have to know what the answer is going to be. Yes, for sure. Yeah, I was going to follow up just if you if you have them, what's like the best and worst like public proposals that you've ever seen? Probably not in person, but like Oh. I have heard stories, but I can't think of them right now. Yeah. I just I saw a video and actually I will link them because they're fun. Yeah. I saw a video of a guy who proposed to his girlfriend at the zoo. Yeah. And uh, uh yes. This article. Yeah. Diabolical man forces girlfriend to decide between public humiliation or legal union. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. That sounds like the onion. Yeah, okay, hard times. Yeah. Hard times, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, a video of what? Um he so they were like at like the bird show at the zoo. Yeah. And you know, the girl was like, Do I have any volunteers? And his girlfriend like stands up and of course they'd worked it out beforehand. And he was, like, obviously knew that she was going to volunteer. That was the kind of person that she was. She was going to volunteer for this, like, bird show. So the girl, like, stands up and the hawk, like, flies over to her. She's like, do you have a five-pound note? You know, they're, like, in Australia. She's like, do you have a five-whatever, whatever. whatever." Yeah. And so she, like, holds out $5 and the bird comes and takes it and then, like, flies back to the, you know, girl doing the presentation. And then she's like, all right, now she's going to bring you a receipt. And so then... The bird, like, flies back to her with a piece of paper, and she's like, can you just check that and make sure that it's a receipt for your money? And she looks at it and says, will you marry me? And then she looks over, and, like, her, you know, boyfriend yeah. is, like, Neil. So it was, like, really cute. Yeah. And especially cute because of how well that he knew her. You know, yeah. obviously she's going to say yes, but he did it in this way that, like, right. she loved being at the zoo, and, and she yeah, wanted and to... took planning, forethought. Yeah. yeah. So that yeah. was really cute. And then the worst one is that video of the guy proposing on stage at the Front Bottoms concert and his girlfriend is clearly going, no, 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 no. <laughs> and he does it anyway and she's like, no, and leaves. And then that guy's just standing on stage in the middle of this Front Bottoms show by himself. <laughs> so, Oh my god. Actually, that reminds me of one of the best that I have seen, which they aren't together anymore, so it's sad, but no. 
um, at the last, uh, there's this band called Trumped that yeah. I really liked. And at their very last show, because they were breaking up at Fest, mm-hmm. um, two of their friends, like, one proposed to the other. Yeah. But the show, that, like, was really powerful, but it was also because that was their last show because the singer and guitar player had broken up. Oh. But, like, they were still friends. Yeah. And, like, there's... <laughs> I was just, like, sobbing watching the show. But, like, um, they both played guitar. And mm-hmm. they, like, back-to-back were playing guitar on the last song and, like, both crying. Aww. And I was just like, ugh. And then the proposal. And it was just a lot. Yeah. That is but, a lot. And, you know, they're not... The people that did the proposal aren't together anymore either. Ah! <laughs> Which I was like, maybe it was kind of a cursed time to do that. Yeah. <laughs> Like, maybe, were you a little bit caught up in the moment, maybe? And, I don't know. I mean, you gotta think about it a little bit beforehand. I think it was planned, but also, yeah. Yeah. But anyway, why do you ask about proposals, Meat Wedge? Well, because this (laughs) week we are talking about John Bluth classic, The Pebble and the Penguin. Yeah. And it's sort of about that. Yeah. I mean, they're penguins, so they don't have, like, a ceremony. But Mm -hmm. penguins... Like, find, like, the prettiest rock that they can find and bring it to their potential mates as a way of proposing, like, you know, mating together. Yeah. And what I remember about this movie is there is a real dorky penguin named Hubie who is wearing a hat and I believe a scarf the entire time. And he wants to propose to a penguin with titties. Like, she has, like, the tiniest little beak and she has, like, you know, like, the suggestion of boobs and it's just like she could just be a penguin you don't have to like what give her titties um she has penguin titties uh uh-huh and then there's a big mean penguin voiced by tim curry oh who is like no i'm gonna be her boyfriend and he's like really fucking buff what is this the beauty and the beast Uh, basically and then there's a cranky ass rock hopper penguin who yeah. like befriends hubie and somehow uh i think they get like relocated like mm-hmm. they get really lost and hubie's like i have to find my way back to her yeah and i have to find the perfect pebble for her and then i think he finds like a an emerald like a yeah. real life like I was thinking, gemstone and yeah, gives to her something red maybe a ruby like in the yeah. water yeah like swims down to her or something. yeah uh, there are sea lions at some point that try to eat them, which I always thought was a super terrifying scene because I didn't realize how big sea lions are, but they are huge. Yeah. So that's scary. Uh, and that's all I remember. Yeah. I don't remember even most of that. So <laughs> I really didn't remember penguin boobs. Yeah. It's just so unnecessary. Yeah. I mean, she just, you know, she has like a chest so that she doesn't look like a boy penguin. A boy penguin. <laughs> and she has like eyelashes. <laughs> Are you going to hurt yourself with your eye rolling over there? No, I'm a professional. (laughs) Just like eyelashes. God. That's unnecessary. It really is. Yeah. It's just the like, what's the word? Anthropomorphic. Yeah. Anthropomorphizing. Yeah. Yeah. It's really bad in this movie. Because Hubie's like pear-shaped and then the mean penguin. Drake? His name might be Drake. Oh. uh, Is truly like dorito shaped where he's like really big buff arms and then like tiny little legs like johnny bravo you know like that shape and and (sighs) she's just like so small and she has a tiny little beak and it's just like penguins don't look like this (laughs) it's really upsetting that's just unnecessary yeah is the movie good or bad 
I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen it in a long time. I mean, it's Don Bluth, and I remember like that doesn't mean anything. fairly enjoy. That's true. Um, it's in. It'll be interesting. Okay, that's all I can promise. Um, yeah, down for that. Whether or not it'll be good is is a telling. <laughs> I guess we'll find out. I guess we'll find out. Yeah, Next any... time on Replay Rewind. <laughs> it was bad. No. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I'm kind of excited because I kind of remember liking it as a kid. Uh, maybe even just for the Tim Curry element, but... Yeah. I remember it being fun. Did I tell you that Tim Curry was the bad guy on two episodes of Criminal Minds that I watched? Nice. And he, like, committed. Really? Yeah, because I didn't really realize it until he was, like, all in on it. But usually the bad guys on that show are, like, they're still, like, kind of clean, mm. normal-looking mm-hmm. people, you know? But he was, like, his teeth were gross. Mm. His skin was, like, disgusting. Mm. He had, like, it just looked awful. Yeah. And he was, like, really a bad guy. Ooh. Yeah, it was cool. That's fun. Yeah, he did a really good job. I love when he shows up. I love him so much. I just, I love, he's in an episode of Psych. Yeah. Where he plays like the Simon Cowell character basically on like an American Idol type show, but nice. his name is Nigel St. Nigel. <laughs> and uh, I, I think, love Psych. I think is his name. I know. And he's just like, he's so cranky and they make him get in Gus's like teeny tiny little like two door blue car. And he's just like, this car makes me want to weep and then die. (laughs) (laughs) And I think he also says he feels like he's been incarcerated in a blueberry. And it's just... Oh my god. It's just really good. I love him. So that'll be a highlight, at least. Yeah, we get to listen to his very cool, you know, evil 90s voice. So, I mean, just like Fern Gully, yeah. Alright, let's uh, do that. (laughs) We have music. You don't have to do that. It's okay. (laughs) Speaking of which, here it goes. <laughs> here it goes. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Well, that was a fucking disorienting movie. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm dizzy. <laughs> I've true. motion sickness. I nothing was in focus. No. Nothing made sense. Nope. The colors were wrong. The scale was wrong. 
Yep. The songs were bad. Yeah. The plot didn't make any sense. Nope. And the animation was wibbly wobbly. Yeah. <laughs> it was so hard to look at. I know. Yeah. I mean, just from the outside and then a lot of these characters, Hubie especially, cannot stand up with his own spine. I mean, he is just like... And his hat... Flopping around ne- on everything. Is never not moving. I know. <laughs> It's just hard to watch. I know. It got, like, what, a 10% on Rotten Tomatoes? 10. Which I think is generous. Yeah. Honestly. I yes. did not expect this to be that bad. No, I really didn't either. I didn't have, like, fond memories of yeah. it the way I did Rockadoodle, but, like, I was like, I yeah, I remember it being, like, yeah. okay. Rockadoodle suffers from there is too much going on. Like, they tried to fit too much in. Yeah. There's nothing happening in this movie. Like, But there is also simultaneously so much happening. Yeah, there's stuff happening, but, like, it doesn't... None of it has, like, a point. They're not Mm -hmm. going anywhere. The Mm -hmm. plot is, like, so simple. Yeah. That I'm surprised they managed to get 67 minutes out of it. Yeah. (laughs) Anyway. The IMDb says, Mm -hmm. A lovable but introverted Mm -hmm. penguin named Hubie plans to present his betrothal pebble to the bird of his dreams, which makes it sound like he's gonna propose to, like, a fucking robin. (laughs) Seagull. (laughs) An arctic tern. (laughs) That'd be more interesting. Yeah, yeah, their forbidden interspecies love would have been way more interesting than uh, this movie. Is Hubie introverted? I don't see him be introverted at all. He has a little bit of a stutter, and he's awkward around this, like, girl he has a crush on, but, like, he has friends, he makes friends, he talks to people, he's not shy. Nope. This movie's stupid. He talks to marina he has a hard time talking to her but he still he sings the whole song in front of her yeah anyway let's just fucking talk about it whatever about it whatever (laughs) (laughs) honestly before you even get into it because it's it's free on amazon prime yeah but also not because i was i went to look for it and it's on prime twice and you can rent it for four dollars or you can just watch it for free and i'm like why are there two options here that's weird it was weird. But anyway. If you just want to pay $4 for uh, it. Yeah, I guess. Don't. <laughs> uh, but even just like the screen before you watch it is terrifying because it's just this close up on Hubie's face. And I'm like, have these people ever seen a penguin? <laughs> None of these penguins look like penguins. They look a lot like the owls from Rockadoodle sometimes. Yes. Like they just recycled so. and recolored them in a different way. Yeah. 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 Like. We meet Rocco later, and he's a rock hopper, and he kind of looks like a rock hopper penguin. But sure. these guys look nothing like Adeli penguins. No. They anyway. don't look like any penguin I've ever seen. No. Mm-mm. No. So, the first minute is nice. The I will say, okay, <laughs> I will give this movie one thing. Okay. Whoever did the backgrounds on the animations yeah. were pretty good. Yeah. Like, they were, they were nice. They were good to look at. Yeah. Like, the still background things. Mm-hmm. Everything else can fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> so we we open on these like really pretty ice flows and like icebergs and you know we're just we're in Antarctica where the penguins live and we hear a voiceover that tells us that the Adelie penguins have a ritual where the males gather on the shores and find a pebble to present to a female and if she accepts they mate for life. Great. <laughs> yeah. So already it's just like cool kids movie you know like yeah oh mating for life and engagement rings and yeah so we're already off to a great start perfect for kids for kids and then we see some sheet music and we get 
the opening song, and it's bad. It's so bad. It's, it's bad. bad. It's a duet. That it starts on sheet music, like weird animated sheet music anyway, that has nothing to do with anything. Yeah. And like, it zooms in through a note onto a scene, and I'm like, this is, stop it. Mm-hmm. What are you doing? <laughs> I yeah. hate it. Yeah. How does the song go? Do you remember? I don't remember the tune. Because like, I have the tune in my head, but I think it's wrong. It sounded like something else. It sounds like, so, where are you, Christmas? Yeah. It's like, one perfect pebble. Close to that. Yeah. And yeah, it's a- Where are you, Christmas? Yeah. Sort of like that. <laughs> anyway, I hate it already. Yeah. I was like, started watching it. My first thought was, oh no. <laughs> Here we go. Yeah. Yeah, so we learned through these opening credits that Martin Short is playing Hubie Great. and James Belushi. Yeah, who the it fuck is credits. James Belushi? <laughs> it's not John Belushi, is it? No, it's Jim Belushi, his brother. Weird. Yeah. Why? Well, I'm pretty sure John Belushi was dead at this point. Oh. So he could not be in this film. So they were just using this man's name. <laughs> anyway. No, Jim Belushi is also, he's famous. Sure. But I've never seen him credited as James before. Oh. <laughs> it was very serious. Yeah. Um, <laughs> just using everybody's full name, Martanian Short. <laughs> Martanian. Uh, and we see a bunch of dude penguins, and they do look like there's that scene in Rockadoodle where it's like a penguin bar, like everyone's dressed like penguins, like in the background of that. Oh yeah, yeah. Because like the you know, uh, Edmund and all his friends dress like penguins so they can get in because they're not allowed in. Yeah. And they look like those penguins, which makes sense. Right. It's the same, you know, animation company. Yeah, in, in Vegas. They don't look like penguins, but they look like the Rockadoodle penguins. <laughs> right. This scene kind of reminds me of Grease. Mm-hmm. Just, like, where the men are singing half the song and the women are singing the other half about, like, yeah. summer loving. Uh-huh. They're like, winter loving. <laughs> Had me a blast. Winter loving. <laughs> Happened so fast. Met a bird. Crazy for me. But then there's Guy who wants to kill me. <laughs> wow. It <laughs> would make Grease a lot darker. <laughs> That's what this movie... Uh, duh. Go ahead. That's it's fine. You're right. That's what happens. Yeah. Spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Um, They're all wearing like scarves and ties and handkerchiefs presumably because their bodies are made from different materials from their heads right yeah like in chicken run yeah exactly like that just like that and then we see this (laughs) hapless looking dork in a stupid hat they use crayola crayons (laughs) for the top and then the bottom is rose art so they had to put a scarf in between can't even spring for we use the crayola for the the important parts parts, yeah Yeah. (laughs) we're on a budget here (laughs) Uh, so we meet Hubie. He's in a terrible hat and a long yellow scarf. Mm-hmm. And a penguin asks him if he's found a pebble yet. And he's like, n- w- n- no, not really. Yeah. And then we meet the lady penguins. Yeah. And this is the point where I was like, you know what? I quit. It's been a good run. <laughs> they have. <laughs> I fucking quit. Penguin titties. Uh, yeah. And penguin hips. And hips. I mean, they are. They're not hourglass shaped. They're, they're like, like no shape I've ever seen. They're minute glass shaped. <laughs> Not a full hour. No. Like a minute. Maybe a half hour. <laughs> but they have... 45 minutes. She got a body like a half hour glass. <laughs> Whatever that means. <laughs> yeah, it's, I don't know. It's just so weird. They have like the 
it's sort of the suggestion of boobs. They're not like full on. They look like like you took a doll and like like put um like a seam at the top, like gathered everything at the top. Yeah. I don't know. It's like I don't know how to explain it. Yeah. It's like squeezed together at the top. Yeah. It's weird. And then they kind of go straight down for a while, and then they have like giant hips that look like they're wearing like MC Hammer balloon pants. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's bizarre. And Don Bluth was like, hell yeah. Hell yeah. Um, so they're all singing, and it's, it's chaotic. Rough, yeah. There's so many moments where they could have rhymed. Yeah. And they just intentionally like don't. And yeah. it's really weird. Yeah. I'm like, are they trying to be clever? Because it's it's just chaotic. I don't know. Yeah. I don't I know. Like it. All over the place. I know. It's like, is this a chorus or a verse or a Brit? Like, what is the format of the song? I don't know. And then it's like, the song's written by Barry Manilow. And I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Was he drunk? Was he dead? What happened? (laughs) What's wrong with him? (laughs) So anyway, then we meet Marina. Great. The love of Hubie's life. Yeah. And she is, she's wearing this choker. Yeah, that makes her look like she's all gathered at the top. Yeah, it looks like it's... Yeah, like holding, holding her, her body together. together. <laughs> it's like that story about the green ribbon around the lady's neck and then her head just falls off yes. when you take it off. Because it's like... It's keeping all her stuffing in. There are... There there aren't very many, but there's just like a couple lines right underneath her choker that makes it look like it is squeezing her. Yes, yeah. She's being literally choked. And if they just hadn't included those like two lines, <laughs> it would have been not fine, but better. Yeah. I don't know. And then she has a big flower on her head that has these two like beads hanging off of it oh, that are yeah. constantly swinging around. Nobody she can be still. Has the like softest, roundest beak, and they all have like giant. I don't know. I, she has I a tiny know. little beak too. Yeah, yeah. Because she's a lady. Oh, she's a lady. <sighs> so we meet her. The rest of the lady penguins, yeah, in this like grease back and forth song, are uh-huh. like Marina. You know, aren't you excited for someone to present a pebble to you? And she's like, No, I don't really care. Because I know that when I meet the right penguin, it'll be for love and not about the pebble. It'll be because of his heart and I love him so much. And that's how I know he's the one. It's not the pebble. It's Tell the me, penguin. does he have a car? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. God. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, Hubie sees her swimming around, sees Marina swimming around, immediately falls in love. All the bubbles around his head turn into hearts. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. Because it's kind of looking like this was the first time that he's seen her, but we he already loved her. I don't fucking know. Uh-huh. Starts daydreaming about his proposal to her, and she's wearing a skirt, and uh, they have teeth. Yeah! They have fucking yeah. teeth. Did we mention? These penguins have teeth. Like a lot Like a of lot them. of teeth. Like a mouthful of teeth. So many teeth. Yeah. Stop putting teeth in animals that don't have, like, people teeth. Stop it. Into they don't. Not people. Need them. It just makes it look weird. So anyway. <laughs> this the song... episode is going to be so long because we're both so mad. We're just like, what? <laughs> the song uh, blissfully ends. And the voiceover explains that of all the penguins in this rookery, Hubie was the most romantic. And we see him on the top of this big snowy hill. And he's yeah. like making a heart out of stones. Which are like, those pebbles are pretty that yeah. he's using. I know. But yeah. Yeah, and, and then these weird characters come in that, like, aren't important and don't matter, and there's no reason for them to be there, because they're in the Antarctic, but they're just normal fucking birds, mm-hmm. and they're kids. Mm-hmm. And they're wearing shoes. Yeah, and they're like, Hubie, tell us a story! Like, yeah. why? 
Right. About what? He's a penguin. Yeah. One time I caught a fish. Why are uh, you friends with these kids? <laughs> why are they here? It's cold. <laughs> yeah. It would make more sense if they were little penguin babies. And then his story is basically like, well, I love Marina, mm-hmm. and but we've never met yep. because I'm shy. Yep. The end. She doesn't even know my name. But then we see him fall backwards down this hill in this pile of snow and he crash lands on marina yeah and he's like oh marina wow hi wow i'm so sorry and she's like oh hubie that was quite a landing and like touches his chest and it's like so she does know his name and they've met she's touching his chest she's flirting with him so hard like so immediately we are seven minutes in yeah and immediately the premise of this movie has been completely blown out of the water because the whole thing was him being like she doesn't even know my name and they're like friends yeah they clearly know each other there's like 12 penguins in this rookery and they all look the same except for drake right (laughs) speaking of speaking of drake god uh, why don't you take this one he is up on top of a hill being a big bad mean penguin He's shaped like a Dorito. Mm-hmm. He's shaped like Johnny Bravo. He is so hulkingly large on the upper half of his body yeah. that his arms hang down like a gorilla and he just stands like a gorilla sometimes. Yeah. And he's also wearing a cape. He's wearing a cape. Why? Attached What's, to what, might like, I add? Like Radigan. He does. He's wearing a cape and also like a weird belt. Yeah, he's got like little, itty bitty little pants. <laughs> his itty bitty little legs and then yeah he's got like a sash belt thing that like hangs down yeah is it supposed to imply as a huge dick that's what it feels like it's doing i was at the very least looking forward to this character because it's tim curry well guess what like tim curry can fix anything guess what what he can't no because he is terrible in this movie and why did he sign up for it i don't know the script like this character is just i love marina yeah i'll have marina yeah i love her yeah she'll be mine yeah that's it that's all he talks about he doesn't do anything else no he has no other anything Mm -mm. nope Yeah, so he's standing there up at the top of this hill, and he's got these three lackeys that, like, never talk, that are just, like, holding this giant piece of reflective ice. Yeah. So he can look at himself. I guess, yeah. But he doesn't. No. And, and it he... doesn't ever come up again. Nope. But he... Maybe they're just hiding behind it. But it's he... clear. He's just. <laughs> well, yeah, but it'll still stop punches if he oh, decides yeah, to turn sure. around and start punching. But, uh, yeah, he's just looking down at Hubie and Marina, and he's like. I'm going to make Marina mine. And he's doing this like weird surfer dude voice. It's so strange. It's a and it's it sounds like Tim Curry a little bit. A little. But it's like, why is Tim Curry trying to sound like a surfer? I don't know. They're in Antarctica. I know. I don't get it. But yeah, he's just like, Marina will be mine, and I'm gonna beat up Hubie to do it. I'll knock that stutter right out of him. Why does he have to beat up Hubie? Like he as far as anybody knows, they don't even know each other, Hubie and Marina. Yeah. How does Drake know any of this? Uh, because <laughs> it's actually a very small community, and they all know each other super well, and Hubie's the only one who's just like, uh, he's just such a fucking capital N, capital G nice guy, that he's like, she doesn't even know my name. And Marina's like, hello, <sighs> hi, it's me. Hi, you want, you want to hang out? Yeah. Which they are. Anyway, they're yes, hanging they're hanging out on a big snowdrift thing. And they're chilling in front of the moon. 
and it's all big and beautiful. And Marina's like, wow, it's really romantic up here, Hubie. What do you do up here? And he's like kicking around some snow, Mm -hmm. stuttering just like painfully about Mm -hmm. like how he thinks about stuff. Mm Mm-hmm. And I wonder about things and I ponder about stuff and sure. just just thinking. Yeah. Just Con- wandering. Consider sometimes. Sometimes I yeah. contemplate. But then he starts singing a song. Yeah. When he's singing, he doesn't stutter. No. Which is cute. Yeah. And he's singing about how he wonders about where the waves come from and how the moon controls the tides and yeah. why we swim and, you know, like big questions about life. Yeah. It's, you know, and... and- why is the sea green like your eyes? Oh, yeah, right. You know, and I just, I do, I have to give this movie, I don't have to, I'm going to try and give this movie tiny little props where I can. Yes. And one of them is, because it's a thing that we complain about all the time, where it's like, why are these characters in love? Sure. And this actually does a kind of good job of being like, here are reasons why Marina might like Hubie. You know, yeah. he he's not just like the main character, and so they're supposed to be in love. He thinks about things. You know, he's interesting. Yeah, yeah he's like, he has oh, I come up here. Questions about stuff. Sure. Yeah. Like, you big, just like him because he's like your boyfriend. Big questions. <laughs> he likes to ask questions. <laughs> yeah, but he's not. <laughs> Hubie's your type. No. <laughs> Absolutely not. I'm buying your boyfriend a goofy head. <laughs> <laughs> he's like. He's, he just, he has a little bit more depth. Yeah. You know, and it's clearly something that she's into. She likes this, like, shy guy thing that he's got going on. She likes that he's like, you know, why why is the moon new sometimes and yeah. full other times, yeah. you know? And, and also, he's like, pays attention to her, you know? He's like, I've looked at the color of the sea, and it's the same color as your eye, you know? Right, so yeah. There's something there. There's something for her to find interesting, because that does make him stand out from other penguins. Exactly. Sure. There's no reason for him to be in love with her other than she's the prettiest one yep uh but her showing interest in his interests is nice yeah you know he could like that about her and you know he makes a comment of like i'm sorry this is probably all boring or something and she's like no i think it's cool yeah you know that's cool yeah i mean they're having like an interesting conversation they're getting to know each other yeah they've clearly spent time together before so i'm i'm not mad about their romance right i just wish he had continued that character trait because for the rest of the movie he his whole personality is just being in love with her yep he goes through all these like trials to get back to her Mm -hmm. and he doesn't ask another question really about anything no it would be cool if like when they got to a place he'd never been before he was like oh wow yeah i have questions yeah (laughs) rather than just being like marina 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 pebble 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 well he's not a time crunch he doesn't have time to ponder Okay, the full moon is coming. Are you defending this and movie? And he's got to get back Are you to... on Hubie's side? Listen. <laughs> Sometimes it's fun to take a stance. <laughs> regardless of how strongly you feel about that stance. <sighs> anyway, the song continues, and then it ends, and Hubie's hat is wiggly. <laughs> it's... <laughs> the loosey-goosiest <sighs> attachment to the laws of physics I've ever seen. There's a part where... The wind is blowing, and his hat looks like it's almost going to blow off for a solid 30 seconds. Yeah. And it doesn't. And I'm like, he doesn't have, like, ears for it to be attached <laughs> no, but to. The little flaps wiggle like ears when he's excited. That's true. Which annoys me. But, but this hat fine. is 75% of the way off of his head. <laughs> What's it attached to? It stays that way. Maybe he's sewed it on. It's, it's clipped on like a yarmulke. <laughs> <laughs> or like hair extensions. Yeah. <laughs> 
head extensions. Anyway. But yeah, Marina's flirting with him. Yeah. And Hubie can't handle it. He cannot. No. We can tell all that she wants is for him to be like, hey, I really like you. He yeah. almost says it yeah. a couple times and she's like, eh? And he doesn't. And that's all she wants. That's all that she needs is for him to say that. And uh, I've decided that the pebble is a euphemism for he'll be finding some fucking stones. Am I right? Come on! <laughs> Come on! Just tell her you love her. Just Kiss the girl. Tell her you love her, you mook. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so the voiceover continues. Mm-hmm. Um, from somewhere. <laughs> On high. Yeah, some lady's voice who says, the mating ceremony takes place at the full moon. Uh-oh. Great! Mm. Can't wait till they show the giant penguin orgy. Yeah. Because that's what it's all building up to, is the mating ceremony. Yeah. It's rapidly approaching, though. Yep. Get your condoms ready. <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> all of the bachelors take to the beaches to find their engagement pebbles. Uh-huh. And Hubie is very determined. It seems like there's a time crunch on this, which is weird, because you would think that they could just find one whenever, but yep. I guess you have to find it on this day. Sure. And you have to hang on to it for this many days. Maybe and that's then- the thing. They don't want to find it too soon, because then the hanging on to it is hard. They don't have yeah. pockets. True. <laughs> For some reason, they don't have dog pockets in this movie. Weird. It is weird. It creates a lot of tension. Uh, tension, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Anyway. Yeah, so he's scrambling around. Doesn't find one. He's sad. Yeah. Uh. So he looks up to the stars. Yeah. While he's humming to himself the uh, the song about the one perfect pebble or whatever. And he's like wishing that he could just find the one that'll make Marina his wife. Mm-hmm. And then there's a shooting star. Yeah. A big glowy rock. The music gets really intense at this point, too. Like, you're like, oh, is this the extinction? Like, what's happening? Yes. <laughs> no, it's just like some rocks falling from the sky. Yeah. But they explode near Hubie and they leave a glowing emerald cube. Yeah. Cool. It kind of is. Yeah. It's perfectly cube shaped. Well, not perfectly. It's got like the edges are cut off. But I mean, like, yeah. it's a big old. Yeah. It's a rock. Emerald. Beautiful. It's a rock. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. But Hubie's excited. He's like, all right, this one's the perfect one. I'm gonna run with it somewhere. Yeah. So I guess the movie's about over. Yeah, he found the pebble. He's gonna propose to Marina. Yeah, it's done and done. Right, yeah. It's just a Don Bluth short we decided to do. You know? Yes. Quick and easy. Thank God. (laughs) And no, unfortunately, (laughs) not true. He goes running straight into the next morning, I guess, with light all of a sudden. (laughs) He's just running (laughs) in place. A really slippery spot. <laughs> Marina, I'm coming. <laughs> the sound effects corner. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the animation in this movie is so jarring. It really is. It's so wiggly. It is, and the color scheme is so strange. The color scheme is strange, and it keeps changing. Yeah, characters are not the same color from one scene to the next. I know. And there are times when you can argue, like, oh, he's in a shadow this time, or he's like whatever. But it's like, nope, he's just purple right now and yeah. i do not know why no sometimes drake is white and some like his chest is white and yeah. sometimes it's gray yeah sure they ran out of crayola they gotta use the rose art i guess i guess there's like grab whatever we're we don't have time for this people <laughs> no one's looking at it anyway it's the next day it's morning all the penguins have gathered around the water because it's like you know they're hungry mm-hmm. waiting to eat hubie's running around looking for marina yeah just like 
know. He's got the fucking pebble in one of his flaps, flips, flops yeah. for the whole movie. <laughs> I know. And it's just bouncing around everywhere and he's never grasping it. No. It's just like on a fucking plate. <laughs> I know. His again, there's there's no consistency to this movie. I know. Um because his like <laughs> like on a plate. <laughs> just bouncing around his connection his grasp on this pebble changes yeah because there are times when it's like surely he would have lost it but he's got it in his hat yeah and he he, he holds onto it fine yeah and then there are other times when it's like whoop, 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 like he loses it yeah. and it's like why now did you lose it <sighs> there are times when he holds it in his beak which makes sense there are times when he holds it in between his toes which makes the most sense yeah he seems to be able to like walk around with it so uh-huh. maybe do that Nope. Just needs to he just, sew a pocket into this tuxedo. I know. He just holds it in his slippery little flippers while he's running around like shoulders forward, <laughs> bent over halfway, <laughs> running headlong uh, through the snow. And he runs into Drake, who slaps him and sends him just ass over tea kettle into yeah. some snow. Did you notice that his eyes are also the color of the sea? I did not. Maybe. Hubie's? No, Drake's. Oh. He's just got a thing (laughs) for those green eyes. Yeah, Yeah, because the way that Drake, like, leans over him Mm -hmm. right now is just very, like, Gaston seductive. Yeah. Where he's like, hey, little lady. Yeah. Uh, But he insults him instead and calls him a nerd. Oh, no. Not a nerd. Right. Yeah, and he's got his surfer dude voice on. Mm -hmm. And he... He's a loser, yeah. and then no one will ever marry him, especially not Marina. Yeah, and he tosses Hubie into the water. Yeah, hope you're a better swimmer than you are a talker. Yeah, he's a penguin. He's a fucking penguin. Of course he could swim. Be fine. Penguins don't even actually talk. No. So of course he's a better swimmer. Yep. And also, it's just such. He says sleep with the fishes, and it's like no, he's gonna swim away because he's a penguin. It's just that's like the. The fish are their food, too. So it's like, yeah. sleep in the spaghetti, my dude. I yeah. don't, what? <laughs> it's like, well, it literally is. I was going to say it's like chucking a bird off of a cliff and then it like flies away. But it, but it literally is. Like, it's a penguin. He just chucks this bird off of this cliff and he's like, okay, I'm in the water now, which is like oh, the no. other half of my life. Right. Uh. I mean, we know that it is dangerous for him to be in the water at this moment because someone mentioned earlier that they spotted a leopard seal right but he doesn't say that no he doesn't say go fight off the seal he's just like hope you can swim better than you can talk haha <laughs> did i mention that you have a stutter and then he says sleep with the fishes and it's like no, I'm, I'm a penguin i know i don't look like one <laughs> maybe that's the problem maybe that's the thing yeah. <laughs> drake's like you don't look like any penguin i've ever seen God. Anyway, but because, so he him in the water. Yeah, he chucks him in the water, and because he's in the water, the other penguins are like, oh, maybe it's safe to, like, also jump in and get some food. Right. Um, But then there's a fucking leopard seal. And like every other Don Bluth movie, the size differences between these two animals differ wildly from yeah. scene to scene. There's a point where Hubie is, like, laying on this leopard seal's tongue. Yeah. And then gets out of its mouth, and then is swimming, and it's, like, twice his size. Uh-huh. As opposed to, like, ten times his size. It's just fluctuates yeah but what you can take away from it is it's a big seal maybe don bluth was just always on shrimps maybe <laughs> it's like size is relative that's what it sounds like in don bluth's head yeah i don't know everything's a weird color and wiggly 
Isn't that how it looks to you? Yeah. Nothing ever stays the same size. No. Anyway, Hubie gets chased around. Marina's yelling. Drake holds her back from swimming in to save her. Save him, I guess. The rest of the penguins are watching in suspense. I don't care. He makes it (laughs) safely to an iceberg. Yeah. But he and Marina are separated. Yeah. And are both sad about it. It's very uh, Land Before Time. Oh no, there's water between us. Ah, we yeah. can't get there. There's a seal. And, uh, yeah, I, uh, that's what happens. They're yeah. separated and now begins where there's like a real conflict in the plot. Yeah. Because before it was just like, I need a rock. I found a rock. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Great. And it just, it's, uh, I don't know. I don't know why Drake is trying so hard because Marina clearly loves Hubie already because, yeah. you know, they get separated and she's sad because she wants to go after him. Yeah. Yeah. So, I, I mean, I guess if he's dead. It's just, if that had been explained better, you know, not just him being like, you're a nerd and no one will like you. If, if Drake had been like, uh, you know, for some reason, she likes him, so I have to get rid of him. Yeah. You know, and not just him being like, haha, I'm going to punch you. Like, I'm, yeah. just more, just more depth, more consideration for i don't know whatever more just throw it away just throw it away it cannot be saved so hubie drifts into warmer waters yeah the voiceover tells us as he's floating away that he's going to encounter an even bigger enemy than the leopard seal man (gasps) which it turns out this animation team cannot draw people no it's good these i mean they can't really draw penguins either i guess but no hubie wakes up in a cage inside a ship I don't really know what's going on. Nope. How that happened. Why they're there. He, they just, they just got him. Yep. They got him. He's just there. And uh, an old Scottish penguin who's smoking a pipe. Uh Uh-huh. Because we have to have at least one smoking character in a Don Bluth movie. That's true. Yeah. Don Bluth doesn't rely so heavily on alcohol as some of the other movies that we've seen. But there is still smoking. There's definitely smoking. Gotta have something. Mm Mm-hmm. And he welcomes Hubie to the good ship Misery. Yep. Uh, tells him he's been asleep for three days. Yep. I guess. And some lady penguins are excited to see him. Yeah. All the like... male penguins get their own cage, but the lady penguins have to share. Well, they're best friends. Which is rude. <sighs> they're like, we've never had an Adeli penguin. It's like, okay. But they sing a song about the ship. And they they just seem delighted. It's a jaunty little tune. You know, they're not like, oh, they're like, ha we're on the good ship misery. Wee, it's so miserable here. I'm just like, I guess. I didn't song need a song. Fun. I didn't need a song about it. None of these songs are necessary. No, no. Uh, there's a penguin in an old captain's hat that mm-hmm. very much reminds me of the Grand Duke of the Owls. The one that's like inside the mirror the whole time. Yeah. That's he, weird. Is he like in a frame? Yeah. It looks kind of cool because yeah. it's like, oh, he looks like a portrait, but it's a cage, but also like- But it's why? not a cage. He could just walk out of it. Oh, so many of these penguins <laughs> could just walk out of the air enclosures. Like, why are- Why? They in- Are. Why? <laughs> why? Why are these dudes going around picking up penguins when they don't even have, like, proper storage for them? You know, yeah, this like, is their If that's what that they're they doing. Do. And- Throughout the song, because there's like, I don't know, five or six penguins in this little area that are yeah. talking to Hubie when he wakes up. But throughout the song, we see that there's probably like 30 or 40 penguins on yeah. the ship. Yeah. Yeah. And, and they're all just like. For this dance. For the song. And then they go back in their cages. Yeah. Yeah. There, yeah. There's one that's like beat all to shit. 
Yeah. You know, he's like, his flippers wrapped up and he's oh, like yeah. hair and, on his head. And, and they never explain like, that. No, they just are like, yeah, you'll, you'll get broken while you're here or whatever. And it's just like. But he keep that same penguin keeps being like, why is everybody so sad? I know. We should have a good time. I know. What? I don't get it. Who are you people? I penguins. Who are you people? There's also several parts of the song where the penguins singing and like the two by the singing penguin. Yeah. Move around. But everyone else is like not animated yeah it's very strange they're just like ah, just they're just lazy. frozen yeah it's weird it takes time to animate those i guess <laughs> just put them in the corner maybe just don't call for 35 penguins in this one scene anyway mm. the song ends the hatch opens the penguins all scatter back to their cages because here come the boots meaning the people yes and a trio of dudes come down carrying a very irate rock hopper penguin mm-hmm. That they've just caught, I guess. Who is fighting the whole way. And they lock him in a cage that's so open he could easily just squeeze out of it. Oh, yeah. That's fine. Spaces in between these bars are huge. He is hanging three-fourths of the way out of this cage the entire time. Yeah. Just Just go. go. Yeah, just go. But also, how did they catch this penguin? Just with their hands? I don't know. Because they're carrying him down. A cage? Yeah. Just in their hands. Not in a net. Yeah, not in a trap. They just just... reached down and plucked him up. Yeah. Yeah, it's... I don't know. But he is a yellin. Yeah, he's who, like, who is he? What's his name? Rocco. <laughs> the Rock Hopper. Yeah. <laughs> he mad. Uh, he kind of, he doesn't introduce himself so much as he's yelling back at them, nobody imprisons Rocco the Rock Hopper. And we're like, oh, that's his name, I guess. Yeah, and the one penguin's like, uh, they just did. Yeah. <laughs> mm, turns out. Turns out. This character makes me think of if Henry Zabrowski... <laughs> We're a penguin. <laughs> That's what he reminds me of. Yeah. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. He's uh, he's mad. He's yelling at everybody. What are you looking at, string bean? <laughs> what are you looking at, you fat piece of shit? <laughs> he's pissed. Calm down. Just calm down. <laughs> and, uh, you know, he looks at Hubie. What's your problem, bird brain? <sighs> and then the lady penguins are like, leave him alone. He's heartbroken. He's been separated from his lady. And he's like, I don't give a shit. Yeah. <laughs> Give Break a it fuck. out of here. Yeah. And, you know, he's trying to figure out where they are. Where where the hell are we? And the old Scottish, which is dumb, because it turns out he's the one who knows where they are. Yeah, he's like, no, I know, because I just got picked up. Yeah. We're in warm waters. We're out outside yeah. of Bora Bora or whatever. Right. And, but he's like, no, he wants to know where they're going. Right. He's like, what is our destination? And nobody, everybody's like, I don't know, probably the zoo. Yeah. And Rocco's like, a zoo? Fuck that. Yeah. I'm <laughs> out of here. <laughs> fuck a zoo. And Hubie's like, well, I can't go to the zoo either because I have to get married. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Getting married. To Marina. And then he sees a vision in the emerald, which is like the, like, you know, his pebble that he has, which never happens again. We don't. No. It's real. Yeah. Like, it is what is actually happening. Yeah. And he sees it and processes it that way. And I don't know why. Yep. It's not magic. Well, it might be. It fell from the sky. He so never looks at it. Maybe it's an alien again, cube, though. No. <laughs> also, how pissed would you be if somebody gave you an alien cube to propose, I... and like an alien came out of it and ate you? Well, anyway, that's... I just went off. It's fine. <laughs> in this vision, in the emerald, yeah. UB sees Marina sitting with some of the other lady penguins with their penguin titties, who were telling her. That she should forget Hubie because he's as good as gone and she should marry Drake because mm-hmm. he's a hunk. Blah. 
He's mean and he yells at everyone and he's stupid and all he does is brood in his cold, weird tower full of bones. But Marina says, no, I know that Hubie will make it back in time for the ceremony. And they all just can't believe that she'd want to marry him. They call him a wimp, but Marina's like, no, he's kind and he's generous and he thinks about the moon and I want to marry him. (laughs) He thinks about the moon. Wait, has Drake ever thought about the moon? (laughs) Drake probably doesn't even know there is a moon. And this whole scene is really hard to look at because it's like a vision in the emerald. Yeah, so it's very fuzzy. It's yeah. a little bit yellow. It's like RuPaul's Drag Race season one. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> like, I can't quite tell what's going on. No. Yeah. But as this is happening, as Marina is defending Hubie, and we get like little shots like back to Hubie, who's like, Hymph. and then he's like, oh, you know, he's reacting as it happens. <laughs> we see like Drake's three lackeys swim up under the water and start pushing up this iceberg and then we see that drake is standing on it i don't know how he got there he's standing on top of it and they push him up so that he's like eye level with marina Mm -hmm. he's like marina my love and And this weird fucking voice yeah the other lady penguins just like fall over Ah, and then they're just out of the shot for the rest of the time swoon right out of existence yeah and drake is drooling drooling like with all of his teeth out yeah and he it's weird it's it's splashing her face like he like then he licks all of his fingers he like wipes his mouth and licks uh, all of his don't fingers don't understand this is i'm trying to think of there's something that it reminds s- me of um all dogs go to heaven yeah i don't know there's just there's something that i've seen where it's like there's this level of like saliva happening but it's like they've just eaten something and so but oh yeah and it, he's just looking at her and he is like he should see a doctor like drooling so much it's gross he looks like a dog like he's like the way his stance and all of the drool yeah and all his teeth yeah he just looks like i don't know yeah but he tries to propose to marina he's just like be mine hubie's as good as dead and she's like no i'm waiting for him to get back you know he'll come back yeah but he's like why don't you just think about it she's like no my answer is no and he's like don't give me your answer yet you just think about it you know give me your answer later but as he's leaving he very helpfully explains remember that you have to choose a mate before the full moon mating ceremony or be (laughs) banished forever (laughs) that's the law he says gosh it's the law (laughs) bye bye and then he leaves okay it's the law where are the penguin cops yeah where's a penguin courthouse yeah show me a penguin judge yeah <laughs> it just is there someone who goes around and is like oh you proposed to her where's the pebble yeah i dropped it you have to keep it forever yeah once you've been proposed to who is gonna banish her <sighs> oh gosh gosh so anyway he leaves hubie sees all of this in his little cubie <laughs> and he's determined that he has to get back to Marina. Yeah. And he tells Rocco, all right, I'm coming with you. You break out, you take me with you. Yeah. And Rocco says, no, you're stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I don't know why it made me laugh, but he's just like, no, you, no. And he's like, why not? He goes, you're too dumb. <laughs> I was like, well. I mean, he's honest. He's got you pegged, buddy. Yeah. But, you know, because Rocco had been like, I'm busting out of here. Who's coming with me? And most of the other penguins are like, we're actually fine with going to the zoo. Yeah, like they free just food. feed you all the time. Yeah, whatever. So we're not too concerned about it. But Hubie's like, well, I can't go to the zoo. I got to get back to Antarctica. Take me with you. Yeah. Sir, sir, take me with you. And he's yeah. like, don't call me sir. Also, no, you're too <laughs> stupid. 
But oh, fuck you. Hubie is like, but I'm dumb. Like, you're right. I am dumb. Yep. And I'm clumsy. Yep. And I could make a bunch of noise mm-hmm. and create a diversion. Right. And Rock was like, why do you think I need your help? I don't need your help. I get out of here on my own. And he's like, but, uh, and then demonstrates his clumsiness by falling over and getting his head stuck in a pot. And Rock was like, actually, that's hilarious. You're coming with me. <laughs> <laughs> you can entertain me at least. Yeah. So, all right. So Rock was like, all right, here's the plan. Watch my beak. <laughs> and he tells him the plan. So one of the sailors comes down under the ship mm-hmm. to feed the penguins. He just throws a bucket of slop at them, which is not what penguins eat. New. Um, Hubie, as the guy is like closing his cage back, puts the pebble in the way so that it doesn't lock. Yeah, which <laughs> I didn't think about this. But I Colton did. and I were watching yeah. about, watching it together, and he was like, "If he can reach around and through the to." put the pebble in the way of the lock why can't he just open the lock yeah because obviously he understands how the lock works yep i mean unless he didn't think of it up until this point and then Rocco was like do this thing but even then he'd be like just reach out and unlock it just unlock it right now just unlock it just unlock it just go ahead just unlock it why don't you just unlock it i don't know i don't know but he doesn't he puts his emerald in the way and so now it can't latch properly and then which isn't even necessary because. because in the next bit, the guy approaches Rocco and is like, all right, I don't want any trouble from you. And Rocco like looks all sad and meek in the corner and mm. he's like, that's better. And then as soon as he opens the cage, Rocco flies at his face ah! and attacks him. Yep. And he could have just opened Hubie's cage at that point. He yeah. did not need him. No. At all. No, he didn't need a distraction. Nope. He's just not trying to sneak out. <laughs> carefully no in fact they make so much noise that two of the other sailors come down and they're like ah there's two of them and they're running around trying to get these penguins back in their cages but they do some three stooges shit yeah one of them catches the other one in a net but Rocco and Hubie make it up top Mm -hmm. where it is pouring the rain yes the giant waves are crashing up over the deck yes one of the guys grabs Hubie but he gets free and both he and Rocco go over the side and into the ocean yeah. And they end up on a tropical beach. Yes. And here we meet my favorite character in the whole movie. Because <laughs> he doesn't speak. He has no lines. <laughs> but. He's here for about five minutes. And I love him so much. Why do you love him? Uh, Because he's a tiny little bug in a hat and a Hawaiian shirt <laughs> and shorts and little bitty sandals. He's so cute. <laughs> so, he just like kind of pops out. And he's like eating leaves. And then he's like, ooh, a cube. I mean, he doesn't say it. He just thinks it. Uh-huh. Tries to steal it. He's and like then, the, the worm from Labyrinth. He's yeah, like, a little bit. He just pops out for a second. Yeah, and there he's he is. cute and wearing tiny clothes. Yeah, looking around, and then he's like, you know what? This ain't worth it. And he leaves. And I'm like, you're the best character of this whole fucking movie. <laughs> That's how I felt watching the movie. This ain't worth it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because we get, and this is like a weird Don Bluth thing that he does a lot. Because Rocco and Hubie are like tied together with these vines. Yeah. That disappearing and reappearing yeah they're like more tied up less tied up more tied up yeah no consistency in this Mm -mm. scene um hubie's like flippers are tied together but he could very he doesn't have like wrists so he could very easily slip out of them them. but his wrists are tied together but they're not tied to anything else Mm -hmm. but one of hubie's feet is tied with a vine to one of rocco's feet yeah but it's a thing that don bluth does where like his characters are like trapped in something and they are trying to get out while they continue talking yes it's like he wanted to give them something to do with their hands while they have this conversation yeah so that's what's happening Rocco is trying to untie them but hubie will not stop flopping around yeah (laughs) he can't 
he's upside down and his hat stays on with the pebble in it. I yeah. don't understand any of it. So anyway. Yeah. It's exhausting. Uh, Rocco is explaining that they're about 3,000 miles from Antarctica mm-hmm. and Hubie will never get there on time. All right, Morla. Yeah. May Thanks as well give up. for your help. He's like, you're too soft. You don't know these waters like I do. Yeah, and Hubie's you like... eat me written all over you. Yeah. Hubie's like, yeah, you're right. I don't know anything. Mm-hmm. But I have to do it. Yes. I mean, look at this pebble. You're probably wondering where I got it. Right? Yeah. And Rocco goes, yes! And I don't... I guess it's meant to be sarcastic. But I don't know. But he seems very enthusiastic he in listens. that one second. Yeah. But then the whole time... <laughs> They're still in these fucking vines. Yeah. And the whole time that Hubie is telling this story, Rocco's like, yeah, 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 get on with it. I'm like, it's a 10 second story. If you would just shut up, he'd be Skip done with it. Skip to the end. Now. He does say, <laughs> summarize, summarize, which I really <laughs> liked. I don't know why. <laughs> He's like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah, go on, mm-hmm, summarize. But, you know, he explains to him, I was on Pebble Beach. This, the evening star fell from the sky. I got this pebble and I'm going to give it to Marina. And he's like, okay, whatever. Hey, we're free. Time to go. The whole time they're standing on this tree that looks like a giant hot dog. Yep. It's like hot dog colored and it's rounded at the edges. Yep. <laughs> it's just a hot dog. <laughs> They're stuck to a hot dog. Mm-hmm. Classic Don Blues. <laughs> Trapped on a hot dog. <laughs> yes. I don't get it. Anyway, he's explaining it. The yeah. little bug tries to seal it. Yeah. He gives up. They've finally gotten out of the vines. Yeah. And Rocco's like, all right, bye. Yeah. Get lost. We're no longer attached to each other. You can fuck off. Yeah. Goodbye. Yeah. But Hubie keeps following him. Yep. He says, gosh, you sure are one grumpy guy in the morning. And Rocco says, no, I'm grumpy all the time. <laughs> I'm grumpy all day. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah, Hubie keeps following him, even though he's on a very tight schedule and has a very hard journey ahead of him. But he's oh, yeah. just flopping around and talking about how much he loves Marina and mm-hmm. the pebble and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I have to get back to her. Don't you have any dreams, Rocco? Yeah. Like, don't you understand why yeah. I feel this way? Yeah. And Rocco's like, uh... No. I'm not gonna tell you. No. Yeah. I'm not telling you. Yeah. I don't even know you. And Hubie's like, I promise I won't laugh. Your secrets are safe with me. Rocco's like, no, fuck you. Right. Get out of here. like, come on. <laughs> come on. Come on. But then, finally, Rocco's like, all right. He looks at a bird. He's like, you see that? Mm-hmm. That's what I want. Mm-hmm. It's like, a bird? <laughs> you, <laughs> you want are a pet a bird? bird? You want a... That's... That's messed up, man. <laughs> no, he wants to learn to fly. Oh, and guess what Hubie does? He laughs at him. He immediately starts laughing at him. And Rocco's like, you said you wouldn't laugh. Yeah. Our ancestors could fly. Why yep. do I got these fucking wings if I can't fucking fly? It's stupid. Just realized it's another Don Bluth movie where he's like, evolution. Yeah. They evolved. And also where a character can't fly. <laughs> True. Petri. True. And Hubie's like, listen, you just gotta accept it. You can't fly. Yep. It's not something you can do. Nope. But Rocco says, hey, you know what, buddy? Go fuck yourself. Go fuck yourself. How about that? <laughs> I don't even like you. I can do He's anything. Like, You're wrong. You're dead wrong. We can fly. We got wings. Look, I'm a flap. I'm gonna fly right now. And he goes tumbling out of this tree, head over heels, lands in a heap. Mm-hmm. And then Hubie slides down gracefully like a penguin should. Uh-huh. And laughs at him. Yeah, laughs at him some more. He's just like, you can't fly. It's just not something you can do. But then Hubie is like, well, my friend Waldo back at the rookery, actually, he knows how to fly. He's done it before. Yeah. He's really smart and he can, he's got stubby little wings and if he can do it, I bet you can. Yeah. But anyway, you don't want to hear about that. I'm going to go. Right. 
it's clever yeah of hubie but there's no like transition yeah he's just like penguins can't fly my friend waldo can fly and you're like wait <laughs> what what you know we don't see this like in his eyes where he's like oh wait hang on i have I can, an idea you know yeah, yeah he doesn't do or he doesn't even go actually you know now that i think of it he's just it literally is just like penguins can't fly waldo can what but yeah he's just like but you don't want to hear about that anyway yep. i gotta go and so he starts swimming away and of course Rocco is like wait wait wait, who's waldo yeah so he comes back and he's like oh you know his penguin i know he learned how to fly he says that the trick is wind speed oh that's, wind speed yeah that makes sense yeah 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 can we talk about do. this some more and Hubie's like, yeah, sure, but can we swim and talk? Because I got places to be. Right. So it's Which very way clever. South? He tricks Rocco into, you know, teaching him the way south so that he can get back to Marina. Now we're in a scary cave. What the Where Drake fuck? lives. I can't believe that Marina doesn't want to move in with them in that big scary cave. It is. Okay. It's not very homey. To say. <laughs> Gonna put you on this old homey. To say <laughs> that this is a scary cave belies the fact that it is human skull shaped yeah not exactly like a skull but like a big amorphous scary face it looks like the horned king yes (laughs) it's not just a scary cave it is a rock formation with like eyeballs and a giant gaping mouth with teeth it's fucking terrifying yeah who dares disturb my slumber yeah it's drake he's yelling Mm mm-hmm He's in there. He is salty because there are eight days left until the mating ceremony and Marina still won't agree to be his mate. But he's like, you know what? It's fine. There's time. She'll be she'll agree to be mine eventually because Hubie's is as good as dead. We, You know, he's leopard seal food. And he's talking to these two vultures that are in there for some reason and not his other penguin lackeys because they're on their OSHA mandated break or something. I don't know. <laughs> they're just not there. And I. it sounds like there's going to be a song and then there's not scene over. It's it's so bad. It's bad. Why does this man exist? I don't know. I don't understand. I don't know. But now we see a giant cruise ship called the Homeward Bound, and it's headed for New Zealand. And Rocco and Hubie have somehow gotten a lifeboat. Yeah, they stole attached to it a lifeboat called Homeward Bound Two. <laughs> Lord. And they're being towed, dragged by this cruise ship. Yeah. Which is probably going way too fast, but whatever. Clearly physics is not an option. Oh, does not apply to this, this movie, movie whatsoever. But yeah, so they're they're in there and, uh, you know, Rocco's like, what happens if you don't get back? And Hubie's like, I don't even want to talk about it. Yeah. You know, it would be terrible. And then Rocco's like, all right, well, then let's get you back. Let's go, buddy. But then suddenly they've stopped because there's a storm. And yeah. Rocco's like, we can't swim in this storm. But they were in a boat. I don't yeah, know where I guess the boat went. at one point they had to be like, "Well, we're not going in that direction anymore." They could have just kept the boat, I guess. I uh, guess it's faster to. Sw- I don't fucking know. Hubie is explaining that he has to get home and give Marina the pebble, and if he doesn't make it home, she's gonna marry Drake. Mm-hmm. And Rocco says, "Well, maybe she already did marry Drake." And Hubie's like, "No, I know my girl." Oh yeah, he calls her my girl throughout this whole movie. They've talked one time, right? That we have seen, well, right? And. If she accepts this pebble, we'll be married. Yeah. But then Rocco's like, wait, you're telling me if, if she accepts the pebble, you don't even know that she's going to. And he's like, oh, no, I know that she is going to. And it's like, okay, bruh, if you are so sure that she is going to accept, you could have just given her any old fucking rock. Yeah, you didn't have to have the fanciest one. Unless he's like, this pebble is so fancy that there's no way she could not agree, which they should have made that more clear. There's just everything in this movie 
doesn't make any sense. Doesn't make any sense. It's, yeah, it's like flip flopping all over the place. You know, we all have those friends who have conversations with themselves in their head and don't clue you in on what they're thinking about and you just get the end of their thought process and yeah. you're like, how the fuck did you get over there from where we were? Right. That's this whole movie. Yeah. It's like they had an idea and they're only showing you like the barest minimum of how they got to where they are. Right. And it's confusing. It is confusing. And it's bad. It's also bad, yes. But whatever. Yeah. While they're hanging out on these rocks... For one thing, Hubie is sitting on the corner of this rock formation above the ocean, flipping the pebble up into the sky and catching it. Yeah. Which I'm like, oh, sure. Just. Yep. He's he's the clumsiest bird we've ever met up until this point. Yeah, just put that anywhere. Just throw throw it around. Yeah, just chug it around like it's nothing. This is the most important thing I've ever found because my whole life depends on it. I guess I'll just sit on the precipice of the ocean and toss it up (laughs) in the air, even though I can't stand on my own two feet. (sighs) <sighs> whatever as but. he's doing this Rocco sees the perfect takeoff strip for flying yes it's like a big ramp basically and he climbs to the top yeah despite he be telling him he's gonna die yeah and you have in your notes that he slid down <sighs> it's true but no meat wedge mm-hmm. no he does not slide because that would make sense mm-hmm. for a penguin he does not slide he just runs yeah he runs down this ramp that's at like a 90 degree angle mm-hmm. he should slide mm-hmm. yeah but he doesn't. He but he doesn't. Tum- does he? No. He doesn't slide. And guess what else he doesn't do? What? He doesn't fucking fly. Oh, weird. Is it because he's a penguin? He instead bounces around on a bunch of rocks and somehow doesn't break all of his bones. I guess because penguins are just made of solid rubber. Mm-hmm. Who the fuck knows? Maybe they don't even have bones. He crash lands on some rocks and he'd be like following him down there like, hey man, are you good? And Rock was like, no, I'm not good. Let's fight about it. Yeah. So Rocco's feelings are hurt, I guess, because he couldn't fly. And it's not even, Hubie comes up to him and doesn't even say, like, I told you penguins can't fly. He's literally just like, hey, man, are you okay? Yeah, you okay? Are you hurt? He, you know, Rocco, I'm so worried about you. Uh-huh. And Rocco's like, leave me alone. And Hubie's like, no, let me help you. And he's like, no, I need you to go away right now. This is the same scene from The Land Before Time when Sarah embarrasses herself because she can't do the thing. Yes. And she's like mad at everyone else and crying about it. This is the exact same thing. Yes. Except for those were children and it makes more sense. And yeah. These are adults? Question mark? I've, who the I fuck knows? But, uh... They're wearing scarves. They're adults. <laughs> Rocco gets so mad at Hubie that he's like, just piss off. Which, like... It doesn't mean forever. He's just saying, like, leave me alone right now. You know, my feelings are hurt. But then Hubie's feelings get hurt. So he's like, fine, I guess I'll just go. See how well you get along without me, which is weird because Hubie's the one who needs Rocco's help. Right. Which is why he tricked him into going this direction in the first place. Uh But he's like, fine, I'll just go. And then Rocco's like, very sincerely. Yeah. No, Hubie, don't. Wait, get back here. Grabs him. Yeah. Makes him, you know, back onto the rock. And Hubie's like, oh, are you going to apologize? And he's like, rock over the rock. I doesn't apologize to anybody. Why I dragged you back here is because there's a killer whale out in the ocean. And then Hubie's like, wow, you saved my life. Yeah. It's because you like me. Mm-hmm. And Rocco's like, like, no, no I, I hate you. hate you. I just hate killer whales more. Yeah. And I don't want them to get a snack. Yeah. That's all. And Hubie's like, no, you like me. Just admit it. We're friends. And Rocco's like, I don't like you. And they do this for a couple more seconds. And then they get into another fight. Yeah. In which they decide, all right, as soon as the whale's gone, we'll just go our separate ways. Mm -hmm. But then there's a bunch of lightning and they run around and end up hiding in the same shelter. Yeah. Which they fight over. You get out of here. I was here first. And he's like, well, I was here second. Who cares? Which just makes me think of that, like, (laughs) most popular girls in school video. Yeah. She's like, who the fuck are you? 
I asked you first. I asked you second. <laughs> Which is way funnier, and I wish I had been watching that instead of this. Instead. But anyway. Anyway, while they're, they're all like, doing that, mm-hmm. Drake is talking to Marinara again <laughs> and asking, when should I announce our engagement? Right. Tuesday? Wednesday? Thursday? So the penguins have a concept of the days of the week. Yeah, but she says, I wouldn't marry you if you're the last penguin on the planet. Mm-hmm. And he says, oh, don't worry. Like, I'll still give you a pebble yeah, to make, make it official. official. Yeah, whatever that means. For and then the he... judges who come around <laughs> making yeah, sure. Yeah, right. The penguin police. <laughs> yeah. And then he launches into a fucking song. Yes. Called Don't Make Me Laugh, which is a terrible song. Yeah. But it does I sound like it. Like Tim Curry, at least. Yes. Yeah. You know, he's been trying to do this weird voice the entire time, but he cannot laugh like anyone but Tim Curry. So and... we get this, like, very pure, solid Tim Curry laugh because that's what the whole movie or the whole song is about. Right, is him laughing, and he does yeah. laugh a lot in this movie, like in a maniacal. That's true. In moments when a person penguin should not be laughing. Well, no, that's also true. But but he also sings like Tim Curry. You know that very yeah. like theatrical, like mm-hmm. full throat. And so I'm like, well, at least this is the Tim Curry I was hoping for when right. I saw his name in the credits. That's um, all you get, though. It's a very threatening song. It is. He says he's going to feed her to the sharks if she doesn't marry him. Yeah. Yep. What? Yeah. What? I know. It's like, so you don't love her. No, you just want to possess her. You just think she's hot. Yeah. And you want your kids to be strong and attractive. You're going to raise a kid? The most penguiny thing. No, you're not. No. You're going to eat them or something. <laughs> Throw them in the ocean. Hope you can swim. Yeah. God. <sighs> gosh. Oh, gosh. But, um, yeah, it's terrible. They're, like, ballroom dancing, except for, like, he's dancing and she's protesting the whole time and it keeps changing colors yeah, for some reason. And, uh, but not the way that everything else keeps changing colors. This is an intentional color changing. <laughs> it's just... What if the waves were pink? Yeah, so much. Um, And then the song ends. Thank God. And then Rocco and Hubie wake up, snuggled together in their little shelter. Mm-hmm. And Hubie sees an iceberg. Yeah. And he's like, okay, I know which way I'm going now. There's an iceberg. We're getting mm-hmm. close to home. If mm-hmm. you want to split up, I get it. Yeah. And Rocco is like, yeah, that's probably for the best. Right. Tell Waldo I said hi. Right. And Hubie's like, Waldo. 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 <laughs> I got to tell you something. By the way, I made that guy up. Mm-hmm. Just to get you to help me. And then Rocco's mad again, of course, and, you know, yells at him. Yeah, uh, you dragged me, you know, 3,000 miles, miles, whatever, through the icy uh, waters, killer whales. I could have been uh, laying on a beach somewhere, blah, blah, blah. I don't understand why Hubie decided to come clean. I guess just because he's so nice, he couldn't handle Yeah, because the they're about to split lying. the ways, you know, they're about to part ways, so yeah, he would have never known. Go. Yeah. But they get into a fight, and they wrestle around. They end up, there's this weird square missing out of the floor, and they (laughs) fall into it. And it's mud. And it's full of the weirdest mud I've ever seen, because it's like an olive green color. (laughs) They're flopping around in it, yelling at each other. Hubie starts, like, choking? Choking? I don't know. I was only half paying attention at this point, and I thought maybe he had swallowed his pebble and was choking on it. But no, he just starts choking for no reason, which Rocco finds hilarious, and then he stops beating him up, and they both start laughing, and then they're friends now. Yep, and then they leave together. Yeah. To go to the Antarctic. Right. It's just 
really weird because then they go to part ways again where Hubie's like, well, if you're ever in Antarctica, look me up, which I'm like, in the fucking phone book? Like, what do you mean, look me up? <laughs> the penguin payphone. Yeah. And then <laughs> Rocco jumps in the water and he's like, well, I'm going to Antarctica, baby. So, you know, I guess I'll see you there in four days or whatever. And Hubie's like, what? You're going with me? And he's like, yeah. So they start swimming off together. And while they're swimming away, Rocco's like, hey, how good are you in a fight? And Hubie's like, what? And Rocco's like, never mind. Say, how do you feel about blood? I'm like, what is this line of conversation that they're having right now? And I mean, that's it. We don't get any explanation in this moment. It, the scene just ends. <laughs> so Marina is climbing to the top of the hill where she and Hubie hung out. Mm-hmm. And it takes her so long to get up the hill. Well, she's sad. I don't care. <laughs> I just be. I don't need to watch you walk for five minutes. It's just, it's just sad. There are two rocks made of hearts. Hearts made of rocks. Heart rocks. Rock hard hearts. <laughs> Where there used to only be one. Yeah, they're intertwined. Oh God! She's been up there pining. She sings a song Blech. I don't care about. It's bad. I truly do not remember how the tune goes. She says something about like. Are you even still alive? Sometimes I'm worried that you have died. Why should I keep holding on? Something, something? I don't know. We see, like, the little birds from the beginning Mm -hmm. poke their head around. They look very excited, but then they see Marina and they're not excited anymore. And so then they fly away. They say nothing. They do nothing. They just leave. Um, It was pointless. Marina, and I mean, truly all of these characters open their mouths so wide when they sing mouths way more open <laughs> happier their mouth way more open it is very Detective Murphy. <laughs> <laughs> so rocco and hubie are walking and hubie is complaining that his bones hurt because they've been walking for a while and rocco's explaining that hubie's probably gonna have to fight drake yeah He's like, you know, it's not enough that you just, like, show up with this pebble and that you love her. You're probably going to have to fight this Drake character off. And Hubie's like, why? And he's like, well, because he's bigger than you. (laughs) Why? (laughs) Gosh. Drake is like, the first thing about learning how to fight is learning how to bluff. Yeah. You know, you got to make yourself look big. And then he does this very weird, I don't know what the intention is, but it made me laugh. Yeah. He's like, you gotta put your arms way up in the air like this. And lean your head way back like this. And he's just like bent halfway over and his flippers are sticking straight up. And I'm like, it's not a good fighting stance. But it looks really funny. It does remind me of the scene in American Tale when Tiger learns how to like be a dog. Yeah. And he's like, you know, show your teeth. Pull out your ears. And he like makes his cat ears into dog ears. And he's like, now bark. (laughs) He learns how to bark. Yeah. But way less cute. This is right. way less cute. Makes way less sense. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. Rock was like, "Then you gotta make a mean face," and Hubie's like, "What like this?" And he, you know, growls at him. And then Rock was like, "No, like this," and picks him up. <laughs> I'm like, okay, <laughs> like with one arm sideways. That's yeah, very, like, ah, that's not I, a face. None of it. Anyway, they reach a seal breathing hole, and Rocco's like, listen, I'm super hungry. We haven't yeah. seen water in a long time. And Hubie's like, well, how do we know it's safe? And Rocco's like, you know what? I don't even care. I'm too hungry to care if it's safe. Yep. And I feel that. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. Sometimes I look at a food and I'm like, I don't know if that's safe, but I'm hungry. I'm going to eat it. <laughs> going to eat it. So they stand around looking at the hole for a while. 
having a weird conversation about it. Yeah, just... who, you go in first. No, I'm. I'll. You go in first. We'll do it at the same time. <laughs> they jump in, and there's a cave that looks like giant teeth, and they're looking for fish. Yeah, and they run smack into and climb up on the face of a giant leopard seal. And Hubie isn't even good at catching fish. He's gonna be a terrible father. Yes. And then they have to swim away from it, but of course Hubie drops his pedal, and he's been hanging on to this a whole damn time, and he only drops it right now at the most inconvenient time, and it falls all the way down some fucking stairs that somebody carved literal stairs into the Antarctic seafloor. Stone steps. And it lands right at the bottom, <sighs> like all the way to ten steps at least. Lands right in front of this leopard seal. Yeah, Rocco's fighting off this seal, trying to save Hubie, who's just fucking oblivious. He sees the pebble and does a little dance. He does a little spin like he has time. Yeah. And then he looks at Rocco, who's saving his life, and he's like, oh, well, I guess I should go. And then they make it out. Yeah. But there are times, like, Hubie is sitting underwater, just sitting there, like, on his little butt, trying to tie the pebble into his scarf, which he should have done ages ago. Because it seems to work sometimes, because then Rocco grabs him and is like, the seal is like coming, whatever. Yeah. He saves his life like eight times in this sequence. Yep. And then they finally get out of the ice. And then Rocco's like, you're a fucking idiot. Yeah. Stop trying to die. Yeah. But he's like kind of laughing at him. You know, he's like, you're so dumb and you're so clumsy. You're amazing. You're insane. You're amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Hubie's like, wait, what'd you say? And he's like, nothing, forget it. I didn't say anything. And he's like, you called me amazing. You like me. And Rocco's like, no, I don't fucking like you. And I'm like, we already had this fight. Like, we already had this conversation. <sighs> and they decided they were friends. Yep. Because they decided to go to Antarctica together. Mm-hmm. We already did this scene, but we're doing it again. Because now we're going to have a fucking song about it. Because that's <sighs> what we need. Yeah. The songs do bring out the most... Of everyone, because this song is so very Martin Short. Yeah, the song that he sang to Marina earlier, too, was, it sounded like him. Yeah. At the beginning. Yeah. But yeah, this does, too. Yeah, well, it's like the slapsticky. Like, like vaudeville. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, where he's like, hey, they keep telling jokes in the middle of it. Hey, Racco, I got you a herring. Where should I put it? Put her there. Put her there. And then they What do you call hands. a flower before it blooms? A bud? A bud. Bud! You're my bud! I love it when you call me bud! I can't think of a single song in this entire movie that is enjoyable or necessary, but this one, of all of them, is the least bad. Mm -hmm. It is momentarily entertaining. Yeah. It's unnecessary. I don't care. And at the end, Hubie starts to hold his breath. Yep. To to make Rocco prove that he cares about him by saving him from holding his breath. Yeah, say it. I won't stop holding my breath until you tell me that you care about me. What? He's like, oh, you're turning kind of blue there. And he's just like, say it! This is something that, like... Insane people do. Should not be in a children's movie, because I know that they're, like, that's a thing that some kids do. They, like, hold their breath until they pass out. Yeah. To, like, punish their parents for telling them no. Like, they shouldn't put this in a children's movie. They shouldn't. I remember reading somewhere that was like honestly if your kid does that just let them because once they pass out they'll breathe normally again yeah they they'll, help it they'll they be fine out. they'll yeah. be fine like they'll be like well knock yourself out man you're gonna get Literally. nothing from me <laughs> yeah no i know but i just don't put it in a kid's movie no. don't encourage that behavior anyway no. they're on a boat now yep and they're learning how to fight and then they're on a submarine that's in the sky and there's a seal <laughs> on there with them and 
Yubi kicks it in the face and Sorry, Rocco the shakes his hand. <laughs> I, uh, I don't I don't know what's happening. I know. Yeah, they keep getting on different modes of transportation. How? I don't I don't get it. Anyway, um Hubie knows how to fight now, I guess, is the <laughs> point, because he kicks the seal right in the face. Um, but now they've landed on an iceberg. Great. They're... And killer whales are chasing them again. Their eyes are a beautiful green, just like the sea, though. Well, there are only so many eye color options, okay? Hubie's <laughs> <laughs> running around trying to live, with, but he's got a huge boner. Because he's like, Marina, your eye color is beautiful. <laughs> well, it's the only pretty thing about her, honestly. Other than that, she's very hard to she's look at. She's held together by that ribbon. It's terrifying. <laughs> But Rocco is like, listen, uh, killer whales travel in big groups, and we've got to get out of here. Yes. Because we're going to get attacked by a bunch of them. Yes. So we have to swim for this iceberg that also looks like a giant killer whale. Yeah, it just looks like Who's... fucking the whale from... Pre-Willy? No. The page master. Oh. Where yes. it's like, you know, white and like huge and scary. Yeah, like from it Moby Dick. looks like that. And I'm like, where are these like... Very intricately carved formations coming from Someone just in the middle of has nature. let Edward Scissorhands loose <laughs> in Antarctica, and he's just doing ice sculptures all over the place. I guess so. That once his house gets full, he ships them off. Yep. <laughs> but they're like, all right, we got to swim for that. You go. I'll distract them. But Hubie's not even listening anymore because he's dropped his pebble. Again, he, you know, he's My flipping pebble! it around. He's th- juggling with it. Hangs onto it fine. Now, right now, in this moment where it's dangerous, he, like, takes one step and is like, whoop, dropped it. I can't. But so he drops it, and he's like, my pebble! And Rocco, for the tenth time in this movie, is like, forget the blasted pebble! I don't want to hear the words pebble come out of your mouth ever again! We gotta go! But Hubie just jumps into the water and is swimming to go get it. Yep, there's and a shipwreck. catches up with it. Yeah, it's on the deck of this sunken ship and he's like oh great i found it and, and then, then the whole cast of james and the giant peach are there <laughs> it's really weird a skeleton <laughs> yeah then then some whales chase him he drops his pebble he lets it go this time he gets back to the surface rocco says all right you swim i'll distract him Hubie's like no you're my friend i don't want you to die but right. then he does and then a whale chases him and he almost gets eaten mm-hmm. uh, it's really scary and it's like slow motion for a second and we have to still to stare at this whale's tongue for too long yeah i don't know why Hubie does like five somersaults like, yeah just flop, 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 flop. Like, I, and rocco is nowhere to be seen yeah and then his bandana washes up on shore yeah his purple bandana yeah i thought it was red this whole time it's well sometimes it is <laughs> And, uh, yeah, Hubie's sad. No, Rocco. No, my friend. Oh, no. He's dead now, I guess. So then we see the little birds in shoes flying away. That's my new band name. And <laughs> the little birds, birds in shoes. shoes. And they're talking to each other. One of them's like, Marina has run away. And the other one is like, no, Drake kidnapped her. She's down there in that very creepy cave. We wish Hubie were here. <sighs> I don't know where they're going and why they're talking to each other when they all have the same information, but there they go. And then and we have see... they ever talked to Marina? Or they just like watch? Yes. Okay. They just watch her. I mean, maybe oh, they've yeah. talked to her. I don't know. So then we see Drake, who is like dragging Marina around and picks her up and is taking her down this very big spiral staircase. To where? The torture chamber? The it's, yeah. Kitchen? I where's he going down the mating to the bedroom clearly ceremony his little 
dungeony boudoir. <laughs> so that I don't know what, because it's not the ceremony. I don't know. I don't fucking know. He's just decided I'll make you my wife. I'm carrying right you now. off. Hubie shows up, though, and yells at him. Get your filthy flippers off my girl. Mm-hmm. So they square off to fight. <laughs> Drake does that thing where he, like, puffs up his chest. Yeah. He has the biggest boobs! Yeah! And then he, like, drops them, and they're, like, down in his stomach, and then he looks like a big fat man, and then they're, like, back up at I don't know. It's just so fucking bizarre. He's also gray in this moment, but then is not gray. Next scene. Don't get it. But they run at each other. <laughs> this part did make me laugh, actually, because they run at each other like rams and mm. headbutt, mm. and... Yubi just goes flying off in yeah, one direction. Yeah, of course he does. I don't know what he thought was going to happen. <laughs> but it's not even like, it's not even like a couple of feet. It's like, pew! Yeah. <laughs> like, so far away. That's because, you know, I'm rubber and you're glue. Right. Whatever you say <laughs> bounces off, you know. Uh-huh. But so Drake's just kind of like, haha, I win! And then picks up Marina again and <laughs> heads back down the ah, stairs. he's a kick. Yeah. <laughs> but then the little birds are back. For whatever reason, because they're the they went and got Hubie. Did they pick him up and carry him here? Did they tell no. him which way to go? No. He already knew they're that. They're just there. They're just there, and they're trying to wake him up, try to get him to stand up, yeah. and open his eyes. Come on, stand and up. Come on, open your eyes. Goes off. He wakes up. And he's like, "Hey, get back here! I didn't come three thousand miles and lose my best buddy to be stopped by the legs of you." Yeah, Drake is gone. Yeah, you cannot see him anymore. No, you you've been flung. Yeah. He's got such a head start. Like, don't, he's just standing at the top of the staircase, yelling down at him. And we see the staircase, and it's like, Drake's not even on it anymore. And so it's like, who are you yelling at? He's like, come on, take your best shot. He's like, he's not there anymore. He is gone. He's yeah, very gone. You've been, you've done been flanked, my dude. Except for then he shows up. He's just there. So I guess maybe he was just hiding. I don't know. But he shows right back up, and mm. they start fighting but they're halfway down the stairs now for some reason and they're fighting their way up the stairs i don't get it they keep changing places drake is laughing the whole time yeah it's creepy as fuck it's it's very rad again like this scene is very great mouse detective in the big bin yes except for that is like creepy and well done oh yeah and this this is is like why is he laughing i don't Mm. understand because he's not like winning this fight, no, but he's, he's also not the shit kicked out of him. Actually, losing it. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. And then he, you know, the upper hand like changes places a couple of times. Hubie bites Drake, and he's like, "I'll teach you to bite me." And then Hubie just fucking kicks him really hard, and he falls to his death. I guess, presumably. I mean, just, ah. falling down hasn't killed anyone else in this movie, but no. They make it to the top of the stairs. Yes. Hubie asks Marina to be his mate. She's like, oh, I thought you'd never ask. And as they're walking, uh-huh. here comes Rocco wearing a green bandana now. Yeah, where'd he get it? He had it in his dog pocket. Oh. And he's like, wow, you're alive. Uh-huh. This is cool. Yeah. Oh, I'm so excited. I was so sad that you were gone, Rocco. But there you are. Can't you came back. Believe it. Uh, Rocco does do the thing where he, like, stretches his arm way up and just waves with his hand. Mm-hmm. And I love it. It is cute. It is very cute. He's just like, hey. Um, but everybody's so excited. Yay! Hooray! Yay. And Rocco and Hubie go to hug, but then Marina starts screaming. Whoa! Look back at her. <laughs> and she's being, she's standing on this, like, cube of stone, and she gets lifted up, and oh my gosh, wouldn't you know it? Drake's still fucking alive, I guess. And he's like, ha, and he throws this stone at 
Hubie mm. and also Marina. Maybe she's just standing on it. I so she don't know where anyone is positioned in this at all. With him and yeah. they fall over the cliff, but apparently it was a load bearing cube because when that the happens. entire fucking castle collapses mm. and crushes Drake and he's dead now, I guess. I guess. Brought down by his own hubris. And then Hubie and Marina fall down to yep. the ocean. Right, which is danger. I guess they're heading towards rocks. I don't know. Well, it didn't kill No, Drake. they'll be fine. fine. They're made of rubber, we have determined. But Rocco jumps down after them and catches them and starts flying, even though he's holding on to both of them and no part of him is, like, doing any flapping. It doesn't make any sense. I mean, I know that we've said this for the whole thing, that this movie makes no sense, but this makes no sense. Because he, yeah, he's like, I'm coming after you. And he jumps and he somehow gets to them... Even though they fell way before he did, he gets there faster for some reason. Underneath them, scoops them both up, and then they just start going up. He's not even flying. He's fucking levitating. He's, he's levitating. flapping his little penguin wings. No. Penguins. And they're like, <laughs> they're like, Rocco, you're flying. And he's like, yeah. And then he flies away, holding <laughs> two penguins that are both bigger than he is and he is flapping his wings at some point but i don't understand how he's also carrying them and he puts them on his back and starts flying what what Uh, if he just like had people arms pop out he's like (laughs) 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 it would make just as much sense (laughs) as what's happening here oh god I don't get it. So anyway, he saves them. They all make it back to the other penguins who, for some reason, are like, Hubie, you made it! Even though they never liked him in the first place. Uh, they're hugging. Everyone's so excited. Rocco's like, hey, hey, Hubie, get it, get over here. I gotta show you something. And so Hubie's like, what? What is it, dude? I'm about to propose to Marina. And he's like, don't forget your stupid pebble. And he had his pebble tied up in his bandana. Oh my god, he saved it from the depths of the ocean where there were killer whales trying to eat him. Yay. I, so then Hubie gives it to Marina and he's like, do you love it? And she's like, of course I do, Hubie, but don't you know? It's not the pebble, it's the penguin. I love you, Hubie. And so the whole thing fucking movie was pointless it's not the babble i hate it hey that's the end though yeah thank god we've survived we did it god it was so bad it was so bad i don't remember it being this fucking bad so bad there's no point there's no point to any of it there's not it's like the there is the faintest glimmer of potential in this movie but that, because Im- it's about penguins, and penguins are cool. The amount of work it. that it would need to be even halfway decent is so monumental mm. that it's not worth trying. Literally just throw the whole thing away. Yeah. Don't even throw it away. Set it on fire, because <laughs> it might come back if you just throw it away. It might just show up. Yeah. Feed it to a killer whale. Yeah. Hey, is it a replay or a rewind for you, Meatwood? <laughs> it's... I I hate to say that it's a rewind, but I mean it is. I just don't ever fucking want to watch this movie again. Um, yeah, same. Did it which make is you a cry? bummer. It did not. Oh. It, I had no time to cry and no <laughs> attachment to any of these characters. By the time we get to the like, oh, is Rocco dead? I was barely paying attention. Yeah, I didn't care anymore. No, no, I don't care. I don't I care about any of it. Don't. I don't care if Marina marries Drake. Nope. I don't care if Hubie dies. Nope. I do want to know why Rocco's eyes are red. Yeah. His character design is terrifying. He's scary he has looking. a nose 
yeah. that is like a different color from the rest of his beak. His eyes, like not his pupils, but like his entire eye. He has little black pupils mm. and then it's just red. Yeah, instead of having whites of his eyes, he has yes. reds of his eyes. Yes. And it's uh bad. So... <laughs> it's uh bad. Let me tell you a little bit about it. All right, tell me. It came out April 12th, 1995. A cursed day. It had a budget of $28 million. Oh, no. It made $3.9 million. So one of the biggest flops of all time. Oh, my God. That's so bad. Uh, as we said, it has a 10% on Rotten Tomatoes. And that's it. There's no fucking information about this movie anywhere. It has anywhere been wiped in from the, the internet. Nobody liked it. In fact, Don Bluth doesn't even like this movie so much that he quit during the production of this movie. He started out, it was him and Gary Goldman, who we've mm. talked about before. Yeah. They're buds. And they were working for um, Don Bluth's, like, uh, Don Bluth Ireland. Like, yeah. He was in, you know, yeah. Dublin and working there. And then MGM came in and took the movie over and pushed it back a year because, one, they were competing with, like, uh, Speed came out that year. I think Lion King came out the year that it, this was supposed to come Speed? out. Or, For the same audience? Some, I don't know. <laughs> but there were, like, there were other movies coming out that year that they were like, we don't want to try and compete with this. And so it got pushed back from, from 94 to 95. Yeah. And they also, they made so many changes at the last minute where they cut characters and they recolored things and they wanted to change character designs and like cut scenes and add scenes. And they just had so many changes that Don Bluth and Gary Goldman were like, we can't take this anymore. This movie doesn't even look even close to what we started out making. It's too stressful. We fucking quit. So they're, they are not credited in this movie. It just says Don Bluth limited like studios Mm. at the beginning, but there's no like director credit at all yeah. because they're like take our names off of it it's bullshit we leave and they went <laughs> to work bullshit, at fox leave. animation <laughs> yeah in the middle of their movie i would have too so um honestly yeah and it got panned a bunch too i'm what the original movie was supposed to be like yeah i wonder what don bluth's vision was because i see a lot of don bluth in this for sure and i mean even in the plot you know but I wonder what was changed and what he had envisioned. Yeah, if it would have been... I mean, his movies are always, like... They're all over the place. A little bit of a fever dream, yeah, too. in there. But this I one would have taken so fever bad. dream over this. Yeah. Like, I think it's the, the lack of substance that makes it so bad. I would have taken over-the-top rock-a-doodle, mm-hmm. Charlie going to hell and all dogs go to heaven. Yeah. Over this. I agreed. Like, yeah, fever dream is better than no dream (laughs) yeah roger ebert gave it two stars which is too many but then doesn't talk about anything nice (laughs) that he likes so i don't know he begins because he has to of course compare everything to everything yeah and he's talking about i feel funny bringing this up in a review of an animated film for kids but the greatest travel book ever written is the worst journey in the world by apsley cherry garrard excuse me it's like what are you talking about but he was a part of um, this expedition to the South Pole. And he's talking about, you know, them being there in the winter in 1911, um, walking 67 miles across broken ice peaks, hauling their own sledges through the polar night in the coldest temperatures on Earth to discover the penguins, to discover the secrets of penguins and their eggs. So they're like trying to study penguins. Okay. And they're writing about this like terrible, yeah. cold, bleak, icy journey that they went on. Yeah. And then. <laughs> 
Ebert says, The story is so drippy and inane that I found my thoughts drifting back to those lonely birds Cherry Garrard discovered at the midpoint of the worst journey. The males spend long months in total darkness and gale winds, at temperatures 100 degrees below freezing, oh. sitting on an egg. That is the high point of their year. It is also interesting, which is more than can be said for the story of this movie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's way more interesting. Yeah. What bothered me most about The Pebble and the Penguin, even more than its inanity and the sappy Barry Manilow songs, was something that annoys me in a lot of children's animated features, color coding. If there is one constant in feature cartoons, is that the evil characters have darker complexions than the heroic ones. Yeah. At first, I thought maybe I was imagining this until I realized there were no exceptions to the rule. No movies where the good guys were dark and the bad guys were light. That's fair. That's a fair point. In The Pebble and the Penguin, we have to start, I guess, with a definition of what constitutes a penguin's complexion. Most of their coat is black, but not their facial areas, except for around the nose. The rest of their facial coloring is white, in the case of Hubie and all his friends. But when we meet the evil Drake, the villainous penguin, the corresponding areas of his face are chocolate brown, including his sidekicks. So he's just uh, mostly complaining about it. That's um, fair. That's a fair point. Absolutely. Yeah. No, he's he's absolutely right. White is good and brave, and brown is scheming and negative. Reinforce that through lots of cartoons, examples Aladdin and mm. The Rescuers Down Under. And no wonder even black children choose white dolls in some psychological experiments. Mm. So he is correct. I hate that. I know. It's unfortunate. Um, you know, I was watching uh, Criminal Minds, of course, mm-hmm. the other day, speaking of that, and there was a character who had fought in a war and lost the lower half of his leg, so he had a prosthetic leg. Mm -hmm. And he was black, and his prosthetic leg was white. (gasps) And nobody mentioned it in the show at all. And I was just like, that sucks. That does suck. Do they not make other (laughs) colors? That's terrible. Yeah. (sighs) I know. I mean, even little things like... Band-aids. Band-Aids. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. That they came in one color until like recently where yeah. it's like, and even still, I mean, you have to hunt to find band-aids that are any color besides flesh, which is like, <laughs> yeah, there's yeah. 50 different colors. That's why I buy that cartoon flesh can band-aids. Be, yeah, it's true. No one is Hello Kitty colored. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's just really bad. Gene Siskel said that the movie looked cheap and unfinished and that none of the songs are memorable. Accurate. Also true. Um, the Austin Chronicle said the film lacks dramatic structure and narrative drive. Songs and animated action pieces are narratively connected, but the film doesn't feel as though it is an organic whole. All the elements are here. They just don't come together. And yeah, I mean, it's, it, yeah. it just got, you know, what I just left and right realized too, since there isn't that much, much research, I'm just going to complain about it some more. Yeah, absolutely. Something that would have made it better is if there were families in this movie. Yeah. Like penguin families, like showing the, the like structure of their society right and like how hubie aspired to like have a partner and kids and you know there were good examples of that and that's what he wanted and that's why he wanted to marry her so that they could have their cute little family you right. know like if he all he ever imagined was just proposing to her right even if in his like daydreams he was like oh we could have you know what a cute little family life we could have you yes. know that yeah. would be something that I would feel more like, oh, I hope he gets that rather than just to propose. Yeah, he never gets past the thought of, I will present this pebble to her and then she'll be mine forever. You know, yeah. for life. But At like, the very least, Drake was like, we will have the strongest, most attractive children. Right. You know, he's got goals. Yeah. And reasoning behind it. But even he could have, like, Hubie could have had conversations with his little bird friends that were like, oh, look how good he is with children. 
and you know like he wants to have his own kids one day and then he sees marina like interact with some kids that he's like wow she'd be such a great mom Mm -hmm. you know just like anything Mm -hmm. to make you desire that for them yeah would have been nice yeah i don't care if he succeeds in getting this pebble because we already know that marina is in love with him right and so but it's it just needed to go in one direction and stay there yeah because it's trying to go in too many directions at once because he's like if the narrative was we've never even spoken she doesn't know my name it should have gone in that direction right instead of then immediately having them have a friendly conversation with each other and then her not even pining getting after to him know you yeah yeah she pines after him for the whole movie yeah and he sees that yeah he sees it in his cube mm-hmm. that she says straight up i'm going to marry him i love him yeah and so and he why calls he her still... my girl the whole time yeah why is he still sweating this pebble if he knows it could be any old dumb fucking rock yeah but he's like so you know, at that point, he could be like, well, I can ditch the pebble. I just need to get back to her. Right. But no, he still is like, if she accepts, bruh, you know that she wants to marry you and that she's in love with you. So I don't understand any of it. No, no, it doesn't make any sense. It's like one part of the movie doesn't talk to the next part of the movie. Yeah. It's like 10 different people were in charge of writing this story and they all brought it together at the last minute and they were like, well, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't make sense. It's I thought we were all on the same page. But done, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Even if it was the the tired narrative of like he needs to get a really good pebble because she's some sort of like royalty and you right. know like in Aladdin where he has to be like more than what he is. Yeah, there's but he doesn't. some governing body that yeah. is like you <laughs> have to ha- find a pebble worthy of her. But there's not. It's implied that there's some sort of panel that will banish her if she yeah. doesn't go through the proper steps. But we don't see that. Yeah, she doesn't seem very. We don't really about see it. any other penguins either. It's like no him, her, and Drake, and right Rocco later. But no, nobody else really in their right like, group that, is like a character. Yeah, they don't talk to anybody else. Mm-hmm. The the other penguins are just there. Yeah, I mean Hubie doesn't have any friends except for he does because that one penguin is like, hey Hubie, did you find a pebble yet? And he's right. like, no, not really. So it's like, is he? an outcast or is he not is he introverted or is he not which is it because yeah like you said he has no problems talking to strangers yeah when he's on the boat you know he's talking to the scottish penguin he talks to the you know he explains his whole story to all these penguins about how he needs to get back so endearing too because you know penguins mate for life and they raise their kids and they know who their child is and you know yeah if his parents were in the movie. Yeah. And, like, his dad had a really sweet story about how he proposed to his mom. And so yeah. he, like, aspires to that. Right. But Anything. there's nothing. He's not alone enough, but he also doesn't have any friends. It's just, again, it doesn't yeah. commit to anything. No. And it's bad. It's and a it's terrible movie. And 10% on Rotten Tomatoes is too high. Bad. It's too high. Yeah. They, uh... It also switched animation like companies halfway through. Like yeah. they had to outsource to, to this Hungarian. If you look in the credits, there's like a lot of like very Hungarian names nice. at the end, and it's just like, oh boy. Um, so I mean, that just not even the same people were like coloring it. Yeah, which is also very very apparent. obvious. It's yeah. just it is slapped together from start to finish in every aspect. Like the voice acting is good. It's okay. <laughs> I mean, Tim Curry trying to sound like a surfer dude doesn't make That's any bad. sense. That's bad. That's very disappointing it's because bad. I love Tim Curry. You know, it's 
It's like when we talked about, you know, like Robin Williams not getting to be Robin Williams. If you have Tim, I don't know if it was his choice or somebody else's, right. but if you have Tim Curry trying to sound like not Tim Curry, why did you bother putting him in this movie? Right. Because what's you the point? get him for the way he sounds. Yeah. And he doesn't even sound like himself in no. this movie. So that's bad. But I mean, like Martin Short does a great job. Jim Belushi does a great job. Yeah. So that's solid. But like, other than that, uh, it's bad. Yeah. It's just bad. It's bad. Let's all forget about it. We don't need to say that anymore. We've said it in as many ways as we can. (laughs) I think we're good. I'm erasing it from my brain. Yep. (laughs) What are we doing here? Where am I? Anyway, if you have an opinion other than ours, I mean, you know, even if you agree, uh, let us know. Come find us. Come talk to us. We're on Instagram at Replay Rewind Podcast. We are on Tumblr at Replay Rewind Podcast. We are on Twitter, Replay Rewind Pod. And Gmail, replay, rewind, podcast at gmail.com. <laughs> yeah, if you have any cute proposal stories or super cringy ones, mm. that would be fun too. Has a penguin ever brought you a shiny rock? Oh, see, that would be cute. That would be cute. If you want to check out our other better episodes, I mean, this episode's great, but this movie is not. <laughs> you can listen to them on Stitcher or Spotify or Google Podcasts or Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Wherever be there. people store those. Yeah. Just look us up. If you want more fun content, you can go check us out on Patreon. Patreon.com slash Replay Rewind Podcast. We've got, we put a bonus episode out every Tuesday. We like to do remixes. Movies that we've already done. Mash them up together or rewrite them. Or sometimes we go into deep dives about subjects that we like that are interesting. Sometimes we replace the entire cast of a movie with Muppets. Who knows what's going on over there? Also, once a month we pick a movie that is in the right time frame but is not a kid's movie talk about that so that's fun we will shout your name out on the show we'll send you a sticker to your house or wherever i guess it doesn't have to be your house (laughs) i don't need to know where you live it's not important the south pole yeah wherever you want to go pick it up speaking of yeah we have a new patreon we do patron patreon friend we have a new friend we have a new friend and his name is tim welcome tim to the patreon thanks for joining us we appreciate you you yes we hope you enjoy Bit of a backlog of bonus episodes at this point. Yeah. Have some time catching up, so that'll be fun. Getting there. Um, yeah, that's about it. So, in the meantime, stay fresh. Cheese bags. And don't forget to reduce, reuse, recycle, replay, rewind, and return this movie if you own it. <laughs> I it, do. Take it back. I have it on VHS. <laughs> Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello? Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm-hmm.